Hey everybody, it's Jared. Welcome back to Punch the Timeline. Going to give you a pitch on why you should be reading a certain book. I've been really utilizing my DC Universe Infinite subscription. And I finally got to a book that I just had no interest in before. But now, I want you to read it. Let me start the pitch. Will Payton was between jobs and just needed to take some time out in the woods to find himself. And one night in Colorado, he decided to take himself a little nap under the stars. When he woke up, it had been a month later, and he was on the morgue table, and he had been dead. We're talking about Will Payton, Starman. You know, I'm just really embracing that Starman guy situation that I've got going on. We're doing Starman Supper Club here on the Punch the Timeline Network. Having read the James Robinson, Tony Harris, Starman, uh, the Will Payton series, to me, like looking at it from a 90s perspective, it was the goofy... 80 series that you just didn't want to mess with because you've got this masterpiece from James Robinson. Again, this is my attitude in the 90s. This is not how I feel now. But when I was a teenager, you know, the hip coolness of Jack Knight is hard to compare to when you look back at this guy who has a purple and yellow costume. There are many Starmen, the original, of course, being Ted Knight, the blue alien Starman, uh, Prince Gavin, who we see later on in Starman, whose origin I won't even try to explain. And of course, you've got Jack and David Knight. This is not part of the Starman family of the Ted Knight variety. This is a new look at somebody. And one of the positives of this is just that. This is a brand new creation and something that I'm into as I'm getting older. I'm looking back at these Bronze Age books and it's the world building. Let's take something fresh. Let's take something new. Let's start the picture. Let's expand the picture. I am all about that. Starman, this version, is Will Payton, created by Roger Stern and Tom Lyle. Roger Stern was writing action comics when I started reading Superman books and comics in general. So Roger Stern, I hold in very high regard. Tom Lyle was on... Uh, Spider-Man, and he had done some Robin miniseries. So you've got two creators now, as as a man in his 40s. You find these two creators that I have much respect for, and I find out that they've done this book, and the strength of it is that these two creators stick around. It's really refreshing because nowadays, on a, especially in DC, like with creator-owned books, yeah, you're going to see the same team stick together. But nowadays... At DC or Marvel, you're seeing someone put in a year and then just bounce. Sometimes some people come in and do their four or six issue storyline. They've told their tale, they've done their thing, and they move on. But before I get into the real details of the book, I want to put in a little little promo for myself here. A couple of things you should check out if you like this guy and this voice. Our newsletter, Jared's Back Issues, which comes out occasionally-ish. I don't really have a schedule. I just feel like I've got a throw out some newsletters in there. You get more of a a sense for what I'm reading 
and what I'm watching, I expand that. You're seeing what I'm reading, what I'm watching on TV, what I'm recommending. Throw in a little creator shout out every now and then. Talk about my travels. It's a better look at what's going on in my world. If you want to check that out, go ahead and go over to our Twitter page. And at the very top, you can sign up for Jared's Back Issues. I also started another podcast with my co-host and lovely lady Julie. We are reviewing every episode of the Stars TV show Heels. And that show is called The Duffy Dome. You'll see some shout outs here and there on my Twitter page. But if you want to search The Duffy Dome, a Heels podcast, you'll find that we are reviewing each episode of the first season in anticipation of the second season coming out. Stephen Amell, Alexander Ludwig. It's a fascinating show. This is like Friday Night Lights for wrestling. And Friday Night Lights for wrestling works for me. So that's the Duffy Dome, a Heels podcast. Anywhere you find your fine podcast, like you found this one. And I thank you. I thank everyone out there that is subscribed. If you are a podcaster and you are an anchor, your audience detail is not accurate. I went and looked on uh, Spotify for podcasters and Apple Podcast Connect. I looked at all the analytics and what I thought was my audience was not even half of it. So I appreciate everyone that's subscribing, everyone that's listening, everyone that gives shows the love. I appreciate you. It's the reason I'm still going. Now I'm going to tell you why you should check out Starman and not just any Starman, the Starman from 1988. I was eight years old when this came out. Now, we talked about how Will Payton was just sitting under the stars and how he wanted to just take a nap. He was trying to find himself. Like everyone in their 20s, we assume he's in his 20s. We're just going to roll with that. You need to find your purpose. You need to do a bunch of things to find out what's, what's your deal. And Will was copywriter. He had been a tour manager. He'd done plenty of things, but he just wasn't content sitting behind a desk and writing copy. Can you imagine what that's like to just doze off and then wake up in the morgue and not even look the way that you look in your actual life? It's an interesting concept. And I really applaud the creators for, for, these, for the details of this book, especially appreciative of how they base this not in a New York City analog or Metropolis or a fictional city at that. Because this book takes place in the southwest of America. This takes place in Phoenix, Arizona. When you think about DC Comics, you do not think about the southwest. So we have a hero that's in a new location, and he's not a hero yet. He's a guy who's wondering why the face that he has right now doesn't work with him, and how he was dead for a month and just woke up on the table in the morgue. He wakes up, he panics, he runs away. I don't know why they're trying to arrest him. If I saw a man wake up on the morgue table, fight or flight, I'm picking flight. I would make like the flash and be on the other side of the county. Let the man who just woke up from his death nap run away. During his escape, Will Payton realizes that he can indeed fly. He can shoot blasts of energy. He can modify the look of his face, of his body. This guy has a lot of problems. And on top of that, he lives with his mom. So he's got a lot of hiding to do. He has a sister named Jane, and he trusts her with the secret. He shows her his strength. He shows her his powers. 
She's just happy he's alive. Jane, I will tell you without telling you, Jane is a very important character in another series. And if you've read the series that I'm, I'm talking about, you'll know what I mean. But I'm going to leave that out there. Jane, a secondary character in this book, becomes more important in another book. And that I applaud James Robinson for. Jane helps Will. Well, does she help Will? Because she's the one who makes the ugly yellow and purple suit with the sideways star on it. But anyway, Jane helps Will in his journey to learn how to be a hero. And that's a theme of this book that I love, is it's a hero testing his strength and testing his abilities and screwing up. He has his moments as a hero, but he has his moments where he fails. And really, that's what we like, that's what we like to read. I mean, I love Superman. We're not there to see Superman learn. We're there to see Superman excel. That is the purpose of Superman books. So this gives you a look at a man trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Also, I don't know why he sticks with this random look of his face. I mean, I understand changing his identity, but the, the blonde mullet with no pupils, it's an interesting look. Some interesting details, and I appreciate it, Mr. Stern. Not only is Will have all those powers that I spoke of, flight, strength, the light blast, the morphing. But he has these inhuman abilities that are explored and researched throughout the book. He doesn't have a heartbeat. Sometimes he forgets to breathe. And he honestly, he admits that he hasn't been to the bathroom in like a week. So his body is something other than human. And he doesn't know why. Now we know why, because the first pages of the book are two scientists or several scientists working on an experiment where a satellite is shooting a single focused beam into a building and these six other people are receiving powers. But the, the satellite gets hit and that throws it off and that's where Will takes the, uh, the energy blast that knocks him out and turns him into something different. Now those people that are getting loaded up with power, they come back, they are the main villains of this first year. The power elite, they have similar powers. As we see Will learn, we see this other team kind of whip his ass. You know, he kind of has to learn on his own. Whereas these people have had scientists telling them their limits and their abilities and been given training. Will's just sort of like, can I do this? Can I fly? Can I lift this? It's very fascinating. Now, it wouldn't be a DC book without a little bit of guest stars. There are crossovers in this book. There are guest appearances from Superman. There's a guest appearance from Batman. Power Girl is in it quite often. Rampage from John Byrne's Superman run is in here. And of course, there's an invasion crossover with a little invasion aftermath. Will goes off to space and learns more about himself. So if you need to, uh, if you're a completist, you can take a look at the invasion crossover which is not the only thing that uh, company-wide crossover that really affects Mr. Will Payton. As I said before, we have a consistent creative team. And boy, do I love a consistent creative team. Roger Stern and Tom Lyle stay on this book for 25 issues, which today is pretty impressive for, a, for the big two. Back then, it's just doing your job. For all the Nightwing fans out there, the Batman crossover is the debut of Blockbuster, who is the brother of a previous Blockbuster. Yes, Roland Desmond, who is a big villain right now 
And before in Nightwing, he makes his appearance in issue number nine. We see the character grow. We see the character give up. We have a classic homage to the John Romita hero no more, Spider-Man no more page where Will tries to give up being Starman and just do his own thing. But he keeps getting pulled back in. As Tom Lyle leaves, he gives us the gift of a new costume. And this is a beautiful costume because it's black and red with the white star. More superhero looking, less yellow and purple. The only issue I've ever read from this series, and I must have read it on Comixology, or maybe I bought it and gave it away. But David Knight from the Starman books makes an appearance. And he's being manipulated into thinking that Starman Mr. Will Payton stole his legacy and that he needs to take back the name and do what's right. And it turns out that this person that's manipulating him is none other than his dad's mortal enemy, The Mist. That's a two-parter that I really love. You get to see David Knight more than you get to see David Knight in uh, in the uh, James Robinson Starman because, you know, he takes a bullet on page two. And after that, really... The book, the book changes. Roger Stern leaves, and then uh, Lynn Strazowski takes over, and then the book kind of it goes in an interesting direction. And as it goes out, it goes out, introducing us, reintroducing us to Eclipso. And Eclipso was big in the '90s, and he had a company-wide crossover, Eclipso: The Darkness Within. And Will Payton's story continues in that event because Will and Eclipso have some beef that does not get solved at the end of this book. In fact, Will Payton is apparently killed during the Eclipso crossover. Or was he? I appreciate books like this because I, like I said, I'm trying to A, get my money's worth out of DC Universe Infinite, and B, I'm trying to appreciate the stuff that came before me. And I'm really liking the Bronze Age and that Really, actually, I'm going to narrow it down more. I like that early 80s, like just on the tail ends of Crisis either way. I like the 82 to like 86 stuff because Earth 2 is super necessary. Earth 2 is amazing. And all the books that spin out of Earth 2 are awesome. And I hope that they're bringing it back. And on the flip side of that, with Crisis and everything all condensed and everything, I like their efforts to try something new. So I hope that this episode has convinced you to take a look at Starman. Starman from 1988. Starman Will Payton, written by Roger Stern with art by Tom Lyle, created by Stern and Lyle. I want you to tell me, if you check this out, how you feel about it. Could you get past the yellow and purple costume? Could you get past the mullet? How dark was the father storyline? This book takes twists and turns It only goes 45 issues. I think I read this book in about a week. And that's just like on the iPad. Pretty quick read. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you want to hear more of. Come back next time. We're continuing that Starman Supper Club. Do me a favor. Like I said, check out my Heels review show, The Duffy Dome. Again, I want to thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter at TimelinePunch. Follow Devin over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash goodguesswork. Thank you for listening. I'm going to press the red button on the Roadcaster Pro. It's that outro music. This has been Punch the Timeline. My name is Jared. Come on back. We'll see you next time.